Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday, the 24th of June. Today, the predicted death of an Olympic dream, a surprise candidate for NBA expansion, and the sun sets on swimming's greatest rivalry. But first... As Sydney stares down the barrel of a potential COVID-inflicted lockdown, the people of Melbourne are ready to step out and resume their standing as Australia's sporting capital. Don't you forget it. The Victorian government has confirmed that crowds of up to 50% of a venue's capacity or a maximum of 25,000 fans will be allowed to attend games in Melbourne this weekend, which is huge when you consider the smorgasbord of sport happening over the weekend. Sports, 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 sports. Starting with the A-League Grand Final between Melbourne City and Sydney FC at Amy Stadium on Sunday, a whole host of AFL games, including the rescheduled Hawks-Giants game at the MCG, and tomorrow night sees the third and possibly final game of the NBL final series between Melbourne United and the Perth Wildcats at John Kane Arena. There's just so many. How can I choose? So go on, Victorians. Go and enjoy yourself a weekend of live sport. Off the back of COVID essentially shutting down the world last year, we know that sports teams and leagues around the globe were left somewhat out of pocket. There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash, all right? Cash, no. Robbo? No cash. And the biggest basketball league in the world wasn't immune, with the NBA so severely financially impacted that the idea of expanding the league to include two new teams is a proposition on the table. It's inevitable that we'll expand at some point. At the right time, you know, I I think the the, the team owners will will, will turn back to that issue. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver at the end of last year speaking on the subject of expansion, and while there are some obvious contenders for new franchises such as Seattle and Las Vegas, A truly unlikely team has thrown their hat in the ring. The Harlem Globetrotters want to be in the NBA. The Globetrotters were established back in 1926 and have played over 27,000 games around the world combining theatre and comedy with the game of basketball. And while games are mostly exhibitions designed to entertain, at a win rate of 98.7%, they do have the best winning record of any team in the history of professional sports. Let me get this straight. You took all the money you made franchising your name and bet it against the Harlem Globetrotters? Uh, I thought the generals were due. He's spinning the ball on his finger. And they do have legitimate basketball pedigree to match their success rate, with players such as Wilt Chamberlain and Connie Hawkins playing for the Globes before going on to become stars in the NBA. They also produced the first ever African-American player to sign in the NBA, Nat Clifton, back in 1950. And it is this legacy and history the Globetrotters want the NBA to acknowledge in allowing them to become one of the expansion franchises. What's the problem? Well, the biggest problem the Globetrotters face is their location. Harlem is in New York, and there are already two teams there, the New York Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets. So while it's a nice idea, if the Globetrotters really want in, they might need to trot to a different town. Sun Yang, defending champion, alongside him. They're going to battle it out here. Horton finding something. He lifts, improving. He gets to the wall. Mac Horton takes a remarkable gold medal. The 400 freestyle title back in Australian hands. Mac Horton v Sun Yang over 400 metres of freestyle. It is swimming's greatest current rivalry. Or at least it was. Mac Horton's Olympic dreams may be dashed. The 25-year-old failed to qualify for his pet event, the 400-metre 
freestyle. Horton failed to qualify at the Aussie Trials last week, but will go to Tokyo as a relay swimmer. But for Sun Yang, it's a different story. Controversial Chinese swimmer Sun Yang won't be competing at the Tokyo Olympics after his ban for destroying blood samples was reinstated. Now, that ban, despite it being backdated, basically takes him up to the eve of the 2024 Games in Paris. The panel of judges at the Court of Arbitration for Sport banned Sun for four years and three months for refusing to allow anti-doping officials to leave his home with a sample of his blood back in 2018, ruling him out of next month's Games. Horton famously refused to share the podium with Sun at the 2019 World Championships and sparked a broader conversation about drugs in the sport of swimming. But while that conversation continues, his Olympic rival with Sun appears over. Paul Gallen might have lost his fight with Aussie heavyweight champion Justice Hooney a week ago, but it looks like he might have won the war. I'm here to do everything I can to make sure you don't go to the Olympics. Whether it's break your jaw, break your face, break your arm. Bring it, bring it. I don't it. care what it is. I'm going to do bring everything it. I can to break it something on. in you so you don't, you don't go to the Olympics. Gallen made that now famous pre-fight promise to ruin Hooney's childhood dream of representing Australia at the Olympic Games next month in Tokyo. And it turns out, Gal's a man of his word. Queensland gold medal hope Justice Hooney is out of the Tokyo Olympics. Late today, he confirmed he'd taken a hand injury into last week's Paul Gallen fight. It's over. Hooney, who was considered a chance to win Australia's first ever Olympic gold medal in boxing, is set to have surgery on both hands after aggravating what he claims was a pre-existing injury in his win over Gallen. Yeah, I got the news last night and I, I broke down in tears. Eh? It got worse throughout the fight and... Uh, I knew uh, it was something bad because I couldn't, after the fight, I couldn't clench my hand. Hooney and his team have claimed that the injury initially occurred in a sparring session before his fight against Christian Sawyer in May, which begs the question, why the hell would you go ahead with the Gallon fight if the bloke was injured and you wanted to go to the Olympics? What would prompt you to do something so stupid, sir? And when people say you can't put a price on Olympic glory, it turns out you can because the price Hooney paid, or rather got paid in this case, to fight Gallon was by heavyweight boxing standards, a relatively meager $200,000. That's gotta hurt! And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Thursday the 24th of June. Don't forget to follow the scorecard on Instagram, at the scorecard AU. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow for your weekending hit of sport. Listener.